and welcome to Attention Seekers, the podcast from Performance Marketing World, where we get to know who's seeking attention in the industry and how they're doing it. And this week, we have a lot to talk about on PMW, including the launch of our News Shorts series. Each week, we will talk to our editorial team to get a behind-the-scenes glimpse at the news and views from the industry, all packaged in a short, sharp bite, perfect for your morning commute or a quick cram before your next meeting. And this week, I am joined by PMW's editor, Robin Langford. Welcome, Robin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Lucy. Well, in our first news short, we will be discussing a new first, which is the launch of our editor's letter from Robin, which came out today and shares some behind-the-scenes views of Airbnb's announcement cutting back on performance channels. And how how often are we going to be releasing your editor's letter, Robin? Um, every month, I think, depending on how interesting they are. We might go. We might go. Call, might go every. Uh, Every fortnight, if people really want them, we'll see how that goes. I guess it depends how many, how often Musk decides to do something random, and we're just going to have to keep up with. I think we're going to launch a separate website just for covering Elon Musk. Yeah, performance marketing Musk world. <laughs> I think he'd probably quite enjoy that. But before we get into your editor's letter, we also had our performance marketing UK awards almost two weeks ago now. But I mean, I think I'm still co- recovering from the hangover of that night. It was a it was a great event. A lot of people attended, and a lot of people won. Robin, tell tell us about the awards. How did you find it? Uh, it was it was good. It was actually scarily good. It was on the night of a of a rail strike, and even so, we got uh, full attendance, 250 people at the Grosvenor House Ballroom, uh, and it was quite intimidating, quite frankly, standing up on stage. Um, thankfully, we had a professional comedian, Zoe Lyons, to do most of it. She was very good, very good. I mean, yeah, because Greg Levine, our chair of judges, he did a little talk at the beginning and asked how everyone came in, and I was the one that came in on a scooter. <laughs> yeah, he did a little poll of how people made it in, and uh, yeah, Lucy was um, used a rather unorthodox way of coming in. Um, didn't not for the bike this time but that was I know you was in a black tie dress so I think a scooter was the best option (laughs) well tell us about some of the winners that we had this year yeah we had uh, 24 winners this year and the standard was so high that I actually got a phone call during the uh, the final judging session from the chair of judges himself saying can we create a a new category just to award uh all the uh, the high caliber of entries um so we did we created a new breakout growth and innovation award which um went to performance at starcom for their work with domino's pizza and it was an amazing piece of local search that um, was really quite revolutionary and um, of course our grand prix winner went to uh, essence who had a brilliant night that night and that was for their work with the international olympics committee which um, as i'm sure you'll all remember uh, mm. the olympics had a really uh, tough time in 2020 being um, postponed and I think a lot of the work Essence did in creating interest around that using digital channels and performance marketing channels uh, was quite incredible and certainly a worthy winner there. Mm, there, were, there were some fantastic winners that evening. And it was so good. We are now getting ready for our global awards next year, Robin. Yeah, this is our first ever fully global performance marketing world awards. Um, and it's in good time too, because it's an industry that's growing at a rapid rate. And frankly, we are looking to look at recognize work from Latin America to Australia to everywhere, really. And do go onto our website, uh, performancemarketingworld.com, and check out our awards page to enter. 
So there's a hugely success event past, one coming up. There's massive amounts of energy surrounding performance marketing right now. But I hear performance marketing is dead. Or so said Airbnb. What is this all about? Yeah, Lisa, I'm afraid it's it's an industry that no longer exists. So we should just both pack our pack our bags and finish because it's all about brand marketing. Apparently, if you were to believe oh, some of the headlines uh, recently in the trade press, um, no, no. What this is about is that um, Airbnb has become a bit of a poster child for creativity and brand marketing, and they've seen the fruits of those labors come through um, with some amazing Q3 results, which they all attributed largely to their switch to marketing and away from performance channels like search. Um, And it's not just Airbnb that have seen this. We've also seen eBay talk about similar things, Um, whereas once they were very much known for being a a highly performance marketing-related company, putting pretty much 90% of their spend into performance channels, what this means for eBay is that they've made a shift from the usual programmatic display where they'll vlog a, a sofa to a home mover um, and they've moved on to sort of glossy tv ads where they extol the virtues of of pre-loved clothes being a green alternative and a vibrant community and trusted transactions and a great customer experience so it's not just about the price and not just like hey you're moving home want to buy a sofa that kind of thing um, <laughs> they've been much more they've, they've embraced a sort of love of the ebay brand love of pre-loved clothes sponsoring love island that mm. kind of thing and it's paid off big, big time for them. So it's left a lot of people scratching their heads saying, mm, is performance marketing a bit overrated? And it's certainly been championed in the creative community as it's this thing, oh, look, you know, branding is, is having this great renaissance. Mm. So you've reached out, you've spoken to some experts. What are they saying about this? Is this the whole story? And is it the same for all brands? This story was big on performance marketing world. Um, we got quite a big response from our audience and it was one of our most read stories and trying to break the illusion to our to our audience but you know we also spend a lot of time looking at our stats and seeing <laughs> what works the most and then we cover it again um so that's that's what i've done i've seen it's got a huge amount of traction amongst our our audience of performance marketers and i went and investigated a bit more and i spoke to some experts in the industry to see what they thought about um airbnb and ebay shift to brand marketing and if it was something we should all be looking to do ourselves and, and other brands following suit. Um, unsurprisingly, a lot were quite uh, hostile <laughs> to um, some of the findings. And I got one of friend of Attention Seekers, friend of the show, Tom Ollerton, founder ah. of, uh, you, know, you know, good old Tom. There, I do know Tom. He's, um, come on the, he's come on the pod. He tried the Resell Me a Pen Challenge. You'll have to... Listen to see how he did. <laughs> Which episode was that, Lucy? Oh, God. People have to It's going go back. back now. It's, it's season one for sure. Maybe halfway through season one. Well, Tom, Tom Ollerton was a very entertaining guest on, on this show. And um, he was quite irate, actually. He said it was a bit of a pet hate of his that um, sometimes the industry holds up these sort of unicorn brands that have very special status um, as an example of why you should value pure creative over pure performance. Um, what's happening is that some of these brands that are doing really well are pretty much household names, not just household names. They've become verbs in, in the lexicon of our language. So we don't just use Airbnb, we Airbnb it. Mm. We don't just, you know, sell something, we eBay it. We don't just travel somewhere, we Uber somewhere. That's have the that, ultimate goal, isn't it? To it have like Puffer goal. and Hoover have done the same thing. Exactly. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to PMW it just yet, but I hope you will PMW it every morning. Um <laughs> But to get to that, that's really the brand aspiration. And once you've done that, 
Airbnb, for example, have 90% organic search within their channel, within their category. So there's, I mean, just off of the top of your head, if you're listening to this, try and think of a rival to Airbnb in the, in the holiday rental area. There, there's not that many. Um, so it makes sense for them not to have to fight for that share of search as much and invest in those performance channels. But as Tom Ollerton pointed out, if you were a rival, what would you be doing? Could you afford to have glossy brand campaigns when no one really knew who you were? Um, or would you try and get into those spaces that Airbnb weren't occupying and selling to um, in, within those performance channels to people that are looking for an alternative holiday home rental place? And that's where the beauty of really highly targeted, really highly tailored performance marketing campaigns will really kick in. So that's what we found. It wasn't the whole story. So I mean, you make it sound like performance is for is for the fight, as you say. You know, if, if you if you if you are fighting for your customers, then performance is the channel for you to explore. But is it just as simple as mixing both? Yeah, you can come to a rather glib conclusion with all this, and, and you come to that easy answer of like, oh, you just have to mix a bit of both. Mm. But actually, it's not as simple as that. And there, there are definitely genuine times um, where. Uh, a pound spent into performance will be wasted because it's a pound extra spent into your search won't actually yield you many returns because you're just mining from the same customers again and again. And that's a better time to spend that pound on branding, to bring in more new customers that hadn't thought of you before at the top of the funnel. Um, so it's that halo effect um, of branding also can drive down your performance costs. It can drive down your CPC rates, your cost per acquisitions. And we, that also comes through in the article. We spoke to a few other experts, including Mark Pearson at Wavemaker. And the idea is that it's not just a zero-sum game. It's not just you take one pound out of, out of your brand marketing and you put one pound into search marketing. They actually complement each other very well. Well, thank you, Robin. I will keep to my word and keep this a news short. So I will, I will wrap it up there. And you know, otherwise, we're going to end up giving away the whole of your editor's view. But do head to our website read the rest of robin's investigations for this week at performancemarketingworld.com and thank you robin thank you and thank you all for listening and don't forget to look out for our next news short 